Welcome to Machine Learning. Today, Christmas, I'm going to talk about energy um, and uh, particularly uh, um, there was a book written called The Bottomless Well. He, say, he stated, the author stated, by 2020 electricity will emerge as the new cross-cutting fuel in both stationary and mobile applications. The cost of energy as we use it it has less and less to do with the cost and more to do with the hardware to refine and process the fuel. Waste is virtuous where low-quality energy is being converted into high-quality energy. High-quality energy for lasers cost a thousand times the cost of a 100-watt bulb. However, a laser can be used to restore sight. So uh, that's a good point as we take the low cost energy and converted it into high cost energy we're able to get more utility from that energy you might argue that's true with artificial intelligence too that we're taking low cost energy produced from coal um, natural gas and we're converted into uh, electricity and then through lots of computational cycles we're able to produce um, predictive results and the predictive results are uh, have more utility to us height than maybe a spreadsheet with uh, some generalized trends uh, the predictive capability is to look into the future a certain amount of time and make predictions about what's going to happen into the future uh, that's the trend side also you could make uh, an analysis of multiple variables into a classification or you could take action uh, into uh, making certain observing for certain observational behavior and then a result of that uh, letting the machine form a strategy to achieve a goal and then by achieving those goals um, get optimum performance why select oil over wood Oil provides more energy in less space. The more efficient our technology, the more energy we consume. Innovation in transportation uh, transforms the automobile in terms of space, weight, and energy. I think we're starting to see that with electric vehicles. Uh, the batteries are more heavy, uh, so the vehicles are heavier, but they emit uh, um, less CO2 because uh, it is electrical, but the electricity production to put the electricity into the uh, automobiles has not been uh, generated by nuclear exclusively or low energy nuclear reactions or hydrogen yet. So you could argue that it produces more carbon, but um, the uh, end effect, though, to the consumer is that the consumer is producing uh, less less carbon uh, by driving electric cars. So um, the electric car has transformed the automobile industry. You don't have a trans transmission system. You have electric motors now in the wheel, or you have electric drivetrains. And similar to like locomotives or uh, electric vehicles uh, have a lot of pull power, a lot of torque. Some of the new electric trucks now can, um, uh, they're like uh, 
they're much more powerful in terms of what they can pull. The motor, electric motors are bigger and the batteries are, are larger too. So electric drivetrains have successfully used in excavation trucks, locomotives, and hybrid electricity electric cars. And uh, this technology now is being brought to the consumer. I personally think that the electric uh, vehicle, and if you look back in the 1800s, uh, it was very successful. A third of the cars were electric, and then you had gas-powered car, uh, cars. But the cost of, of gas-powered cars were uh, the fuel prices kept dropping. And so because um, utility is a function of cost, the utility-to-cost ratios uh, continue to drop, and so people began to favor electric cars as they they provided longer range, more power, and uh, easier refilling and faster refilling. But uh, you have a new competitor on the market. It's the fuel cell. It's equivalent uh, to power and distance as a as a gas car, and the the refilling time is is comparable to gasoline. Um, and you can store the hydrogen either in a metal hydrate or under uh, in a carbon fiber tank. So uh, the, it's being used by Toyota in California. I think that uh, we're going to see in 2021, we're going to see more fuel cell cars uh, become available onto the market. They just make more sense, uh, especially where there's companies now like Nikola uh, they're looking at uh, using fuel cell semis, so you'll have more uh, hydrogen refueling stations. And as uh, as a large truck uh, industry moves to fuel cell um, as a way of uh, transportation, then you'll start seeing the consumer market move that way also. Most of the weight of the car is in the engine and the power transmission. It takes one ton of of a machine to move one human being. So actually a car weighs about 3,000 pounds, so 1.5 tons. And um, and that's a fairly small car. If you're talking to truck, it it's, uh, can uh, be more, uh, more weight. Um, it might be, you know, maybe 7,000 pounds, depending on the size of the truck. Uh, so there's a lot of weight that uh, that has to be moved to move one human being. When I read uh, Engines of Creation, which is a, a fantastic book, talking about the future of nanotechnology, they were talking about microgenerators that about the size of your hand that could produce enough power to move an automobile. I think that with the invention of the fuel cell stack, they're they're still fairly large enough uh, for to move a car. Uh, you have to have a uh, a lot of fuel cells, but uh, as the catalyst and becomes smaller, then we can uh, see more more usage that way.